All right, so here are some things. Again, 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 again. All right, now that you're sufficiently plastered, welcome to the fourth episode of the Some Things Podcast. Oh my goodness, what an energetic <laughs> beginning. My name is Dylan, and once again, I am joined with my co-hosts. John. And Luke. Yay. All right, guys, you know how we go. How's it been for y'all this week? Uh, it's been pretty good. I finally, uh, so as as you know, especially Dylan, my sister is a graphic designer. Oh, yeah? Um, she's your wife. Oh, oh, that's right. That one, yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, she's a graphic designer, and she designed for me some business cards for my freelance musician stuff. Oh, okay. And if I want to give lessons. So I now have So a, it's like an escort service. No, <laughs> not at all. It's, uh, it's, it's more like music and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Well, but he anyway, does drive a Ford Escort. He does, I mean, jazz is pretty, jazz is a pretty good, uh, you know. It's not a Ford <laughs> Escort. It's a Ford F-150. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Okay, but anyway. Anyway. So now I have some professionally designed business cards that look amazing. They just came in this week. Nice. So if if you know somebody who needs my business card, let me know. Because I've got like 1,000? 500? 100. 100. That's only 100 cards? Oh, my goodness. It's a huge stack. But anyway, I've got 100 business cards. They look, they look pretty schwazzy. Schwazzy? I'm going to make schwazzy work. <laughs> it's like jazzy and... Yeah, well, I mean, again, you play jazz, so that's why I figured it was an escort service. It's like you play the jazz music with the bass, and then, you know, you're like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, jazz players are not escorts. (laughs) We're respectable human beings. Yeah, I don't know if I respect you, though. Oh, my goodness. What about you guys? All right, John, you want to take this one first? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I actually don't think my week was all that productive. I mean, I went to work. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I can't remember anything. I don't think, yeah, I don't, it was a basic week, nothing really going on. So it like a, bad, like a, but it wasn't like great. It was like a white woman at Starbucks, basic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, mine was kind of the, the, the same. There wasn't really any high high points, any low points, uh, or at least as far as at work, it was a little, ugh, little rough here and there, like certain things going on. But yeah, other than that, uh, let's see. Well, I, I had a couple things that we'll get into later on for the different uh, segments, obviously. But we have segments. Oh, I know, right? We're, wow. We're introducing that this week. No, we're, we're not really introducing that this week. <laughs> <laughs> By yeah. the way, speaking of segments, if there's ever anything that you guys want to hear, anything you want us to talk about, we would love to hear your opinion and get it in the podcast. We want this to be um, a show that everybody enjoys and not just us. So although we enjoy our show very much, we want you guys to enjoy it even more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook or find us in person and tell us. Um, but we would love to... Uh, talk about whatever you guys want us to talk about as long as it's interesting yeah because if it's not interesting i mean we can't talk about it we're not going to care if it's it's boring keep it to yourself yeah don't just leave us alone we don't want to hear from you anymore thanks in (laughs) advance yeah all right um but let's see so one of the highlights uh again as far as work goes i did actually i told you guys about it last week i had a bad weigh-in this week i actually dropped over four pounds so that's what i was yeah i was kicking my butt like i said man i was doing that george stampier workout plan (laughs) That was oh, a terrible, true. a terrible Canadian French impersonation. But he sounded yeah. almost like Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, except it, it came in at the end there. I don't know what yeah. happened. 
Are you doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger Canadian workout? That would be a good I idea. I think I had like a stroke mid-sentence. So that, that's oh what goodness. happened on that impersonation. But yeah, no, so it was it was pretty fun. I uh, Again, I've uh, been doing his workout program. I'm on week two now. Yeah, but again, it, just a lot of crazy stuff. I'm sweating like a pig. Uh, hopefully it keeps working. But I just need... You know, I, I I don't want to call them out personally, but I need my other teammates to step it up, man. They're losing like ounces. I'm just like I'm over here dropping weight, and they're just like, eh, well, you know, I did this. Like, yeah, no, rap- it's not enough. Rappers are are spinning bars. Dylan's dropping pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, uh, let's see. Oh, and then the other the other fun highlight of the weekend, because uh, this is we're recording this Sunday, by the way. If if you haven't already guessed that by the the sound of our voices, you should be able to indicate you know where the sun's aligned right now in your ear hole. Uh, <laughs> we're recording this Sunday, uh, but so last night we we had a Invaders in viewing party. So again, I talked about it on one of the earlier episodes of the podcast. And uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I, I liked the movie, liked the animation. Definitely had the same kind of comedy style from the old cartoons. Um, but yeah, it was definitely enjoyable. Had a fun time and, you know, had a couple slices of pizza, but I controlled myself. Portion control. That's part of my dieting, you know? Well, good for you. Yay. You look no. like a cop from the 70s. No, what I look like is Tony Stark. Yeah, for those this of you that, like, yeah, all right. for those you that don't know, uh, Luke just put on some some pretty good stun of shades. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, I look like Tony Stark. with It's like the Edith glasses. Uh, Tony Stank. Tony Stank. Tony Stank, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got to that part yet, Luke. <laughs> oh yeah, she didn't even say spoiler alert. Oh, I completely forgot. I don't you think did, so. guys. We're gonna talk enough, about but... that today. If you haven't guessed by now, <sighs> man, you didn't give a warning. You edit that for yourself. Well, I told a few people, my parents, who haven't seen the movie yet. <clears throat> Avengers Endgame is what we're talking about, by the way. In case Later on, again, folks, you haven't guessed be. it. But I told them, don't listen to it. Don't listen to our podcast until you you watch it. Okay. So he drops a spoiler in the first five minutes of this podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so, so we, newbie beware yeah we, we will uh, like luke said we're definitely going to dive more in detail about the movie and kind of vent some of our frustrations because i know john's just pent up with anger and aggression towards that movie a little bit a little bit so we'll, we'll get into that later when we get to our movie segment of the podcast or i i correct myself entertainment portion of the podcast now yes but uh other than that luke uh, i think you were telling me you wanted to go into some more records yeah, so I don't know. I didn't get any feedback on this at all last week, but I enjoyed it. So we're going to do some more world records. You guys know how this we game it. works. I give I you the fun. answer. You try to guess the world record. So we went through about five last week. I've got uh, four more for you this week. So it should be fun. No peeking at the answers. I, I, fingers crossed. All right. So make sure you guys try to guess the record because I'm going to give you the answer. Okay. So the answer for this first one is five seconds Hmm. is that a the fastest time to enter a suitcase like physically you get into a suitcase okay b the fastest time to unroll a roll of duct tape like from beginning to end or c the fastest time to eat a popeye's biscuit without a beverage oh (laughs) that third one's the most impressive if it could be done yeah yeah it is i I would agree with you on that ah shoot what kind I, of suitcase are we talking about here? Duffel bag type or suitcase, suitcase? Like with a wheels? suitcase, suitcase. See, here's my thing with the suitcase theory, if that is if that is the answer. I got to think it would be quicker than five seconds because they didn't necessarily say that you engulfed yourself in the suitcase. They just said you got into it. So like I'm just uh, standing in it? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> if Even if you just open the suitcase really quick and then put your foot in or your hand, whatever... I think you could be in there quicker than five seconds. Sounds a little crazy, no, but... You're right, but I think it's safe to assume that, like, 
it implies getting in completely to the suitcase. But if it is full body engulfment, I would think that it would have to be even longer full than five. Full body engulfment. Engulfment. <laughs> oh, I yeah, that. Think, I would think it would have to be longer <laughs> than five seconds. I don't, I don't think anyone could do that that quickly. So you're more on biscuit. Got, you, I think I'm actually leaning towards the duct tape. Ah. Uh, I, I the but, duct tape's a plausible one. Yeah. Uh, that's. I think that's where I'm going to put my, my flag in the sand. Yeah, on the, the gorilla tape world record is six seconds. Because really? gorillas are stronger than ducks. <laughs> <laughs> These jokes brought to you by Luke Bytha. They're only stronger by a second? Yeah. So, it's I a mean, world record, man. But I mean, if you have two ducks, they could overpower the gorilla. To only two? Well, if you have two oh, rolls of ducks. How big are these ducks? <laughs> if you have two rolls of ducks, it will overpower one gorilla. What if they're geese? No, those are completely different animals. <laughs> well, who's ever heard of goose tape? Geese tape. Geese <laughs> tape? Yeah. No, no it's not. No. <laughs> I, well, okay, do you have a guess? He's <laughs> like, I'm cutting that one short. We're talking about birds. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the duct tape, too. That's that's a good one. The duct tape? Yeah. yeah. You guys are both wrong. It uh, is the suitcase. The suit. Oh, Did you gosh. guys get that at home? It's the suitcase. Yeah, some, we got like, it home. Some, some little Asian lady was able to do it in five seconds. My goodness. And that's just amazing to me. Well, that's because they're feeder. Ah. Oh, come on. All our pages. Come on, we got on John for the squeaker. You're going to do that? <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, uh, we got another one here. The answer is $1 million. $1 million. Oh, that's what Dr. Evil wants. Million. Yeah, so $1 million. Is it A, the most expensive bar of chocolate? B, the highest annual salary? This is for infants. Or C, the most highly insured hair? Wait, so you said... Hold on. You said an infant makes a million dollars a year? Yes. Well, he's throwing it out there. We're not necessarily sure if that is the answer. But that'd be crazy if it Was it the naked baby on the Nirvana album cover? (laughs) (laughs) See? That's that's a pretty good guess. Uh, if, if we're going there out of naked babies, I would think it'd probably be something, or not not naked babies, but just because you said that. <laughs> oh the, my goodness. He said the album cover, this so now there's, there's, a, there's a naked about. baby on the Nirvana album cover. Okay, that's all I was getting at. But again, if, if we're going off the baby. It doesn't show the front, it's fine. If we're going off the, the baby salary thing, I was thinking more along the lines of like a celebrity child, like Kim and Kanye's kid. Like mm. that probably making millions of dollars and it's not even doing anything. But uh, I think, what was the third what one again? Is the premise of Kim's uh, Most highly insured hair. I think I want to go with that because I want to say, I don't know if it's Hasselhoff or one of the other celebrities because they they will uh, insure a lot of weird body parts. Like I know Dolly Parton has her her chesticles insured. What's what? Like, what was doing chesticles? Weird, yeah. I, I'd rather say What that. was your term last week? Chesticle like, hammock? Yeah, exactly. Chesticle <laughs> hammocks. But like chesticles, they have no correlation with balls. Well, I wasn't even going. Oh, you're talking about actual testicles. No, I'm saying like <laughs> to call them chesticles. Like they have no. It doesn't make sense. I could say. I, I'm with anyway, you. Anyway, I'm just saying that celebrities. But like, <laughs> I'm with you, John. Like, I'm just saying celebrities have their body parts insured. I think that the million dollars is for hair. Okay. Is hair a body part though? Whatever. They're just things that are iconic to that celebrity. I'm gonna go with the chocolate. You're gonna go with the most expensive yeah. bar of chocolate. Yeah. All right. Dylan's right. Eww. I don't know what the total is from last week, but yeah, Dylan got this one right, and it's Troy Polamalu. Troy Polamalu, not yeah. my, okay. Yeah, you know what, Hasselhoff? His, I know he has his chest hair insured. Yeah, yeah so Troy Polamalu insured her, his hair for a million dollars. 
But that makes sense because he probably made a lot of money just doing commercials for Head and Shoulders. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So maybe uh, Odell Beckham is next. Boy, no, he's <laughs> popping up. Sponsor us. Come on our show, Odell Beckham. OBJ. Yeah. OB. He does Head and Shoulders. He does knees and toes. <laughs> The Wiggles? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's the other world record we're about to get into. Uh, but anyway, we have another world record here. The answer is 530 meters. 530. Oh, that's that shark movie. No. No, that's like 32 <laughs> I think meters. 30, 32 meters up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so 530 meters. Is this A, the longest Lego walk? Like walking on Legos. Barefoot. I'm guessing barefoot, barefoot. yeah. Is it B, longest sausage? <laughs> hey, well. Or C, the longest sprint, minimum 20 miles an hour. So they stayed above 20 mi- miles an hour for 530 meters. Shoot, I'm trying to think in my head what the. What fastest- kind of sausage are we talking about? <laughs> like, just like Give me Polish options. barbecue sausage or like. Is it, the, sausage is it a German sausage? Is it the Polish? I don't like sausage, the kind of thing you'd imagine in a cartoon. Okay, yeah, the so thing like, that you see hanging in like a meat deli, I guess. Yeah, where they use the intestine to hold them and yeah. get the little rope. Yeah, the classic sausage. Okay. Do they use intestine? Yeah. You, you, I you, didn't know that's that. That's what holds yeah. sausage together. That yeah, makes it's like a, sausage it's like a, way more interesting. It's like an intestine casing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sometimes so, it's human. Sometimes. Well. <laughs> <laughs> John's like, I got a guy. <laughs> All right, so wait. Well, shoot, I already forgot what the answers were. It was okay. the fastest 20-mile sprint. No. No, what, what was 530, that's the longest sprint. At, maintained at 20. Yeah, without dropping under 20 miles. So it's a real sprint. Uh, or uh, the longest sausage or the longest Lego walk, and that's barefoot. Now, these are actual Legos, not Mega Blocks. Right, they're not the Duplo. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah not, not the knockoffs. Legitimate Legos. I think I want to go with the Legos because... I'm trying. I'm trying to think in my head what the actual fastest speed a human can run. I don't think they could maintain it that long at 20 miles an hour because I'm, I'm not even sure if 20 miles an hour is something that is humanly possible. Yes, it is. It's close to. It I is. Think it's Michael right around, Scott did it on the office <laughs> with the radar. He had thing. 31, but Michael Scott's See? a genius, so it's <laughs> right around 27 miles an hour. That's okay. Yeah, Usain Bolt. Well, because I know I, I don't. Uh, it's like I can't map out in my head how long. How many meters again was it? 530. I still don't, I, I love so Usain 400 Bolt, I meters think. is one lap around a track. Mm-hmm. So 500 meters is another lap, and then a little more. Yeah, I don't I just don't see that. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Legos as well. Okay. You guys are both wrong. As far as I know, Dude Perfect still has the record for longest barefoot Lego walk. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, tie. Tie has the longest. I think it was like 100 meters. But what's um, the actual answer to this question? The actual the answer question to this answer is longest sausage. Oh, what? Oh, 530 guess. meter sausage. John wow. second guessed his sausage. I did. Can you imagine? Remember what I said about a track? Imagine that. Imagine it that wraps sausage around wrapped that. all the way around and then some change. How did the... I'm, see, we were just talking about the intestine casing. I'm wondering how does that not break making it that long? That's well, insane. I mean, they just tie the intestines together. But th- that's a different sausage then, isn't it? No, because it's all you, still you, one sausage link. But I mean, once you once you twist it off, that becomes its own separate. Yeah, they're not twisted off. It's it's just a giant one. Yeah. Just one continuous piece, one of continu- piece of sausage. One long piece that? of meat. Well, what is it then? What would you call it? One sausage. 
un sausage. <laughs> why, why is this so no, hard for I, you to no, get? No, no, no. I, I, I realized what I did. I said peace because I'm still thinking of it in links. It's not in links. But it's not. I understand it's that. John, one sausage. You must, you must wrap your mind around the sausage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then the sausage will wrap itself around you. How about this? Instead of wrapping sausages around John, let's just wrap <laughs> this one up. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. Nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. So we got one last record here. The answer is 16.87 seconds. 16.87 seconds. Is it A, the longest burp, B, the fastest four-legged 100-meter race? That's like running on all fours. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was like Or tied. C, the fastest time to solve a Rubik's Cube? No, people have done quick. What was the seconds again? 16.87. I'm going to be honest. I, didn't hear I think people have done the Rubik's Cube. distracted right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there are people like literally climbing on the walls over here. Yeah, they're acting like inconspicuous. It's, we can clearly see you. The lights you are really on and everything. You're not invisible. You really had to get that dog toy. Okay. 16.8. box. Hey, hey. 16.87 seconds. Is it A, the longest burp? B, the fastest four-legged race. Race on all fours. Or C, fastest time to solve a Rubik's Cube. I think the Rubik's was solved faster, so I'm going to avoid that one. Did you say four-legged race? So yes. on all fours, oh he said. It's legs fours. and hands. This guy. Because the yeah, like I was confused. Hands and feet. Okay. And then what was the first? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you bring us the questions. We got to ask for clarification here. Longest burp. Huh. I know farts have been longer than that we're not talking about farts no i know what i'm just trying to think of if it comes out the other end what does it sound dylan's <laughs> like yeah in sustained. my experience farts have been longer than that that's true hmm. no comment on that dylan i had a mouthful of water but i was mm. <laughs> trying to be respectful to our the ears of our listeners uh wow. let's see uh, uh, uh i guess i'll go with the burp okay hesitantly i'm gonna go with the four-legged race John's four-legged race yeah John is right. I knew oh, it. I got one today. Fastest, fastest four-meter uh, four race. Four-legged 100-meter race. Awesome. Yep. That concludes our world records. I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you have any more weird world records, again, let us know on Instagram or Facebook or another social media platform that will come out soon. Soon. You know, I wonder if we should start diving in with these weird records, if we should see, like, who holds them? Like, I know you talked about it was the uh, was it the Chinese lady that got into the suitcase in five seconds? Yes. Yeah. So we should start, like, a tally to see which, <laughs> almost like Olympic gold medals to see which country has the most there weird There is record. a record. By race, no, like, there Asian lady by race. got in the suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> the Mexican guy burped the most. Oh, oh my gosh. Is that what we're doing? Well, just, uh, just that way, you know, a country can take pride in their records that they hold. <laughs> but, like, what if there is a record. The there is a world well, record. Not, we, we <laughs> hey, hey, hey. There is a world record for most world records. Oh yeah, I've seen that. One. Michael Phelps, no. <laughs> nah, some white guy. I think he's American. All right. Well, is it Rob Deerdeck? No. Cuz I know on his episode of what oh, he did a couple. Of yeah, those. Robin Big, he got a bunch of them, but uh Dude, did your episode come out yet? Oh, not yet. It comes okay. out in September, I believe. September. Mm. That's September. next month. Yeah, next month. It's coming up. We'll try to keep posted on that. August that we're recording this. Is it? It is. Yeah, it's Wait. It's August 52nd. Uh, right in the yeah, middle yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, enough with world records. I think it's time to go back to the world of the internet. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. we're about to take a deep dive, folks, onto the pages of Reddit wow. for another Am I the Butthole? Because I will not say the other word. Yes. <laughs> All right. So this is a pretty interesting story. All right. I will then read it to you guys. You let me know what you think. Here's how it happened. Oh, and this is, I should start by prefacing, this is from the posting of a female writer 
who has a nose piercing to give you kind of like a blank slate premise. This so is this is not the same is, guy, the Appletarian. It is not the Appletarian. It's not okay. one of his friends. It's Different piercing. Com- yeah, <laughs> completely disconnected. <laughs> All right, here's how it happened. Every time I see my grandma, she tells me something to the effect, take that thing out of your nose. You're ruining a pretty face by putting a hoop in it like a bull. The last time she said it to me, I politely asked her to leave it alone or next time I wouldn't be so polite. To be fair, this is the first time I spoke up because I'm not confrontational, but the the older I get, the more I stand up for myself. And for that matter, I shouldn't even be asking my grandmother to stop making rude comments about my appearance. Fast forward to today at a family get together. She says the same thing. I immediately shot back that maybe she should stop dyeing her hair red and perbing it because she looks like Ronald McDonald. (laughs) A lot of people were pretty pissed off at me, but a, I, I warned her and asked her to stop and B she's insulting my appearance. So, uh, why is what I said any worse than what she has said to me a million times? I'm usually all about respect and politeness, but my nose ring in my nostril, not my septum, by the way. So, the bull comment doesn't even make any sense, does not ruin my face. And even if it does, it's really not her place. I'm a grown butt woman and I refuse to be bullied (laughs) by any, by any even older grown butt woman. So was I the butthole? Could you repeat what the, it was a grandma, right? Yes. It was her grandmother. Repeat what the grandma said. All right. So, and what she put in quotes was take that thing out of your nose. You're ruining a pretty face by putting a hoop in it like a bull. And later on in the post, she even clarified it's not in her, what was that? Uh, it's not the septum. It's not the septum. So it doesn't, the bull comment doesn't even make sense. But the grandma would continually insult her, calling her a bull every time they would see each other at gatherings. I thought it was a septic piercing. It, no, that's no, that's not, that's not the same thing at all. <laughs> no, what? Not Hold on. Get your mind what, out of the gutter. What's a septic piercing? Then? Stop. Nope. <laughs> well, <There is laughs> it's a little bit near the butt. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're actually going into it. Oh my goodness! You asked. Okay, know. it's actually not. Let me think. I think way. saying "take that piercing out of your nose" is not equivalent to "you look like Ronald McDonald with your fake hair." You know, she so, did say she looks like a bull, though. So yeah, she was, like co- she was compared to an like animal. I I guess Granny looks like Ronald McDonald. Yeah, um, I'm still not on her side on this one, mm-hmm. just because I think there should be a. a a certain amount of respect that you earn simply because of your age. Mm-hmm. You could be a terrible person, but if you're old, that should count for at least something. Mm-hmm. Um, so even in this case, even if their comments are equivalent, I think it's less offensive coming from the grandmother mm-hmm. than it is going from the granddaughter to the grandmother. So even if she constantly made these comments repeatedly over and over every get together, every gathering, I think it's fine to call her out and be like, that's not cool. But to fire back with your own. Well, she's tried though. Yeah, I know. You just got to try it every time. I think I, mm. you're, I can tell you're on her side. Huh? I I am on her side. I, I'm a hundred percent on her side because you know, it's, I like, I get that. I, I I'm a type of person. Again, I, if, if I'm just meeting someone out in the, in the wild, wild wow uh if i'm meeting someone for the first time and they are older than me i do show them respect i'll hold the door open i'll you know be as polite as possible whatever it has to be look like uh, just when you meet them for the first time (laughs) not only that but (laughs) again uh, he missed the buzzer but anyway so if i'm there we go he he missed uh missed the pop filter the last time but he got it this time yeah (laughs) uh but no if i'm if i'm out 
uh, around people and I'm, uh, I see them for the first time. I'm trying to be respectful, be as polite as possible because I don't know these people. I don't want to give a bad impression. I don't want them to think anything negative of me. Um, not, not in the sense of if they were just in a bad mood and they were going to be negative no matter what, then I'm not going to care what they think. But right. in the sense of I'm definitely the type of person where respect needs to be given both ways. I'm not going to respect you just because the just because of the fact so, that you're older than me. I'll I'll try to give you the benefit of the doubt and take that first step to be respectful. But if I'm then disrespected back, you kind of lose it in my book. I'm not going to sit there and go out of my way to be courteous and polite to you when you've insulted me, you know, like this chick said a million times mm-hmm. in my face. I have two theories on this one. Theories. Not theories. I just... It wasn't really her nose. Opinions, yeah. It wasn't really her nose. So, uh, as far as respecting Granny, right? Like, my thing is, we don't know the situation. Was that family get-together, like, very recent from the last time Grandma said it? Or was it spread out? Like, say, a year later or something? Right. Because if it was spread out, she's old, man. She'd probably forget that you warned her or whatever. Like, she's old. Leave it alone. But right. if it was, like, a week later, yeah, I probably would have said something to Granny, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was constant, like, if you saw your grandma like every really other often, week. Yeah, yeah, and she kept at it, I'd tell her something. I don't know if I'd say Ronald McDonald. I'd say something more like, I don't know, just keep your hair gray. You're old. Deal with it. <laughs> it's life. <laughs> but, okay, so my other thing is, what if Granny was just giving her a fashion tip? And she was reciprocating by giving her a fashion tip saying she looks like Ronald McDonald. She ought to do her hair a different way. <laughs> so you think they're... <laughs> do you really both, believe that's the They're situation? both just misunderstood in John's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I, I see what you're saying, Dylan. Like, respect should go both ways. Mm-hmm. I think... I don't know. It's easy to say. I admit. It, it's easy to sit here and say this. But I think it's always better to never give up on your end when it mm-hmm. comes to respect you can always call somebody out in a respectful way. Mm. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy for the other person. You can call somebody out in a, respect, a respectful way and they're going to feel like garbage about it. Mm. But that's just, that, I mean, that's a consequence of your horrible actions, your horrible comments. I think that's what would have been the proper approach here. Again, at a, at a family gathering, I like shame on the grandmother. Like, just give it a break. We don't care, right. you know? Um, but that's the kind of thing you can think to yourself or maybe talk to a friend about it and, you know, you don't have to do it right there in front of everybody. Um, yeah, just but, go home to your friend and be like, you can't believe what this old bag said at the, <laughs> the family event. That old bag, it. your grandma? Yeah, she's an old <laughs> Yeah, well. Ronald McDonald looking. <laughs> Give me those nuggets. <laughs> I, I think they both messed up in this situation. Right. There's obvious, none of us disagree that the that the grandmother is at fault here. Mm. It's just, is the, was it wrong for the the, the, for the reaction the retaliation to re- retaliate like that yeah yeah and, and again, i i think the retaliation not uncalled for but was it the was it a good thing to do no yeah okay i wouldn't uh, and i concede to that because i wouldn't sit there and say oh if my grandmother insults me or some my aunt whoever else that i'm you know meeting uh, hanging out with for the seventh time this week and they keep saying the same comment i'm not going to try to go look for a kill shot and just wreck their wreck their whole day with an insult but at the same time i would have gotten stern with them at the very least and said hey yes you can be stern and respectful and that's where i stand on it if she would have done it in a respectful way instead of just like i'm gonna ruin this woman's whole life (laughs) i'm about to end this woman's career yeah (laughs) she had a long career she's old (laughs) (laughs) 
Time to retire, Grandma. What if What if she hadn't used such a prominent person such as Ronald McDonald? What if she said Grimace? Bozo the Clown. Or like Bozo Ron, the Clown. Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley. Elmo. No, Elmo's more famous than Ronald McDonald, you could argue. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So... So you're just saying find a better insult. Is yeah. what Joe so came to the conclusion El- of. Elmo and and Ronald McDonald are off limits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. All right, uh, guys. I I'll, I forgot one thing. I, when I was uh, earlier this week, I I had ordered, and I know Luke kind of touched on it too with Endgame. I ordered that movie. I pre-ordered it because I expected like all my other pre-order deliveries to be delivered on the day they actually get released, and this one got delayed a week and a half. I don't know how. A week and a half. Pretty much, because again, it was it was supposed to be delivered to me last Tuesday, which was the the 13th was its actual release date, and then now it's we're about to go into the other half of the week or whatever, and I st- I'm not supposed to get this till like later on Thursday this week or something, and I'm just like, what the heck? Why every other delivery I've had through I don't know if I want to say the corporation, but you know, <coughs> Red Dot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, again, I've, I've I've shopped there plenty of times. I've made pre-orders, and they all came out on the the, the release date just fine. But why? Why did Endgame? It's there's literally one here in town that should have just been delivered, and it should have had no issue. Uh, and I just I'm upset, man. You should have want- bought it from Fye. Fye sponsor us. <laughs> Yes, for those of you that don't know, our uh, lovely co-host Luke here, he works there. Yeah, it's He's, a wonderful store. You could see him modeling, being you know sexy behind the counter every now and again if you want to. Uh, I don't know when his shifts are. When do you work? What, what's your personal phone number? What's your? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I was my social security. If you want to contact yeah. me that way, <laughs> <laughs> just reach out to him through the IRS. You know. Yeah, contact the FBI, something like that. It'd be fine. But yeah, so all that to be said, just just to get back to the point of uh, I, I just I can't deal with. When when someone tells you, okay, hey, your shipment date is going to be here, and then you expect, all right, cool, everything's going to go smooth, and I'm, and it's not it's not just Target, but there have been other places, say Amazon, I place an order, or whatever, and it's said, okay, yeah, you get the guaranteed same day delivery, or at the very least, it'll be tomorrow, and then it, five weeks later, it comes in. I, do you guys ever? Get, I take it you guys get frustrated the same way as I do with that, right? I don't pre-order stuff. You know, yeah, I don't either. I don't care that much. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> see, but I knew it was going to be sold out. I'm like, that's end game. There was yeah. it sold out. When it, I was in, well, okay, you got the special I, edition. I, I always go for a special edition. Okay. I was like, going to say, when yeah. I was in there, they had like an entire shelf full of it. And I yeah, was like, I always go for whatever kind of exclusives I can find, whether it's, I know you said FYE had posters. Uh, this, yeah. this place Two had like, posters. A, like an art book FYE and everything else. sponsor us. <laughs> He's just plugging you can't everything. You just have the normal DVD case. He's got to have the little yeah. cardboard sleeve that goes over it. Well, yeah, most of them nice. have that now. But you you, the, <laughs> is it the cardboard sleeve or the steel box? Uh, I th- want to say steel it's Steelbox. It's uh, I think it's Steelbox, and like I said, it has like collective behind the scenes artwork stuff like that. So it's it's got little specialty things. Carefully, you here can't there. sell a Steelbox. Well, okay. it's got no barcode. I, I, that's not that's I don't want to sell a Steelbox. Oh, <laughs> I want to okay. keep those. That's why I buy the collector's did you, edition. <laughs> did you get a Steelbox for uh, what's the other one? Infinity War. Ah, uh, did you get a cool? I know that edition. one was another exclusive. I can't remember what the case had on it offhand. Yeah. I'll have to get back to you. But anyway. So, but okay, even if it's not a pre-order per se, any other delays frustrate you guys though when you're making orders? Oh yeah. Um, sometimes you'll get something. One time I bought something on Amazon. I don't remember what it was. I shouldn't have said Amazon, huh? He well, said Amazon, you're yeah. cool we, I, too. Look, I do love. And both if you companies. want to sponsor us, we would love that. This is only one bad experience in an entire partnership that I've had with you. So don't get mad at us. Sponsor us, Amazon. <laughs> sponsor us. Okay. Anyway, I had one order. Where I paid for faster shipping. Okay. I paid for the one-day shipping. Right. Was, I didn't have Prime at the time. Yeah. So I paid for faster shipping. 
And it still got there in three days. Three? Yeah, it took three days to get there. And I was Ugh. like, are you... Did, I needed it for... I don't remember what it was. Okay, now, wait, let me just clarify. Was this a user error thing? Because at checkout, they usually ask... Oh, they'll give you like an estimated delivery date if you do... that. Because that's where my complaint comes in. Is I when quadruple they checked. Okay, yeah, because that's... I was sure. All right, and, all right. And they even... They told me it should be here tomorrow, and then it was never here tomorrow. Not not tomorrow, tomorrow, but like past tomorrow. It was, yeah, it was like years ago tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that makes Maybe sense. not years ago, like a year ago. <laughs> But it sucked. I paid that extra, like, what is it, like a, a dollar That's fifty some, or something like that. Oh, oh I might have even like, been more than that. Might have been between two and five. Yeah, if you didn't have Prime, I, I yeah. want to say it's probably a little, little more than just a dollar. Yeah, I paid that extra amount. I was excited. I needed yeah. it for whatever it was. I, again, I don't know what it was. Squeak myself. Um, <laughs> squeak yourself. <laughs> yeah, squeak you. <laughs> okay, there, there's the phrase of the week, guys. Squeak you. No. Oh. Uh, well, that's probably... Go I squeak I squeaked myself. Go, yeah. go squeak yourself. Go squeak yourself. Oh, gosh. That's not too, like, edgy, is it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. You guys, that's our phrase of the week. Yeah. Oh, go gosh. squeak no, yourself. I don't think anybody got this last one. <laughs> no. Well, I I do think some people... Uh, I'd have to confirm with my wife later on, but I want to say a lot of... Uh, some of her coworkers, I know a couple people at uh, church came up to us, gave us yogurt this last, last yeah. time around. Yeah, we got yogurt. From past episodes, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, someone so gave me a little thing of peanut butter. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that, too. <laughs> yeah, so if you can find us, you'll receive one peanut M&M. We do follow through on those promises. We do. Mm. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, how about you, John? Any delays that just were too frustrating or... Yes. So I had one in my head, but then I thought of a more even aggravating one. Oh, sick. Yeah. Back in the days when people still used eBay before Amazon was better... <laughs> back in my day ebay sponsor us ebay sponsor us <laughs> so i don't know if you guys have ever uh watched the old speed racer cartoons as a kid oh yeah the one where they had like the same animation slides every yeah. every five yeah, seconds yeah. Just, right we're gonna save money on the budget that way we don't have to keep talking and move our mouths. I, never, I never watched it but yeah no? okay well i have them all on dvd now you can watch them if you want wow. yep. that's where the story comes from it's, it's an issue with the dvds mm-hmm. so i went on ebay I was ordering each different season, right? But I was doing okay. them one at a time because I was a little kid. I didn't have a lot of money. Uh, you know, I'd have to yeah. wait for my allowance each month to buy one of the seasons. You got allowance? I did. Oh, my gosh. It was 20 you're, bucks a month. It wasn't, oh, my goodness. It's Jeez. not like it was... More than I got. 20 bucks a month. Are you, I would have killed for 20 bucks a month. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like, you guys relax. It wasn't like $100 a week I or something. You know, <laughs> just, just a quick side note for the allowance. I don't think I actually started getting one until I was probably, like, junior high or high school. And I think it was literally, like, 5 bucks every two weeks. It was, there was a period, it was not sustainable. There was a period in my life where I would earn $5 for mowing the lawn. And that lasted for only a little while. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. With our allowance, all of that was included. Mowing the lawn, bigger chores. Like, we didn't get paid for that stuff because that was the Yeah, allowance. the rest of my life I didn't get paid for it. <laughs> I don't okay, get paid for it now. That's not the point of this story. Can we move on from that? What the heck was that? I don't know. I'm <laughs> sorry, I had to call that one out. It was a hurricane. Oh, there's windows upstairs. Uh, That's weird. Okay. Yeah. So I'm buying all the different seasons, right? Like one a month. Okay. I For some reason, I decided to go backwards. Five, four, three, two, one. So Blast off. The last one. Yeah, right? <laughs> the last one I had to buy was season one. Okay. So I find one on uh, eBay and I buy it. I didn't click like fast shipping or whatever because I don't care when it gets there and gets there. Mm-hmm. And it comes in, or at least it said it came in. I went outside. It wasn't there. They mm. never knocked on my door. Nothing. So I complained. I got my money back. I ordered it again. It showed up 
but an empty box showed up at my door. Oh, no. <laughs> like, no. And you could tell it wasn't retaped. It still had like the official tape and seals on it. Right. Why would you send me an empty box? <sighs> so I order it a third time. Wait, you had you paid for it again, or did you? No, get... I got my money back. Okay, I was gonna no, say. No, actually, the second one I didn't get my money back. Because what we, you know, with eBay, it, it's all personal sellers, so oh, people right. rip people okay. off, right? Mm. So the third time, leave them a negative review. Yeah, I tried a different seller, and I did get it. It did come, but like six weeks later, mm. I was livid. But yeah. I was like. 11 what could i do i had a good experience well it seems like eternity for a kid though yeah (laughs) i had a good experience with ebay i bought the only thing i ever bought on ebay was a unicycle what (laughs) yeah i yeah i bought and learned how to ride a unicycle you still have it i don't i outgrew it (sighs) um gave it to a friend and he got pretty good at it he got those long dancer legs that's what i do not have long legs (laughs) that's a that's the second time you said that about me that's why you got got those business cards (laughs) anyway (laughs) anyway I, I bought this unicycle and it said it should be there within 10 days. And mm. it was there in like five. Wow. Oh, nice. Yeah. Half the time. Yeah. yeah so good eBay, delivery. sponsor us. <laughs> All right. Well, you talked about Endgame. And I did I, talk I about Endgame. I hope you guys aren't tired of it yet. As far as I know, all we've talked about Endgame so far was that it uh, beat Avatar. It beat Avatar. Highest grossing film. Yeah. Well but deserved. We have not yet done our official Endgame review. Spoiler cast. Yeah. Is it spoiler friendly? Or spoiler unfriendly. It's, I would. I think it's unfriendly because no, yeah, because spoiler friendly would indicate that we're not doing spoilers. This we're no, going spoiler friendly would indicate that we're friendly to spoilers. We welcome. No, them. no that's that not is, how that no, works. No. <laughs> so here's the point: is we're gonna be we letting are spoiler, spoilers go. Yes. We're gonna spoil it, and we're gonna give you our honest opinion of the biggest movie in history. If you yes. haven't seen it by now, that's a personal problem. It really is. And, work out with and we're still giving you the yourself. courtesy of warning you right now for these next few minutes. Well, I mean, we're not going to let the clock just run for the next few minutes, but we are telling you now, if you have not seen this movie somehow, it's the friggin' talk of the world, right? Uh, you know, even still currently, because it just released, like I said, do not listen any further. We are going to deep dive into scenes, into different issues we had. Stop listening right now if you haven't seen the movie. And then join back maybe in, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll try to we'll put a timestamp. Time we'll give you a timestamp. Give him a timestamp? Maybe. Luke will, Luke will maybe give you a timestamp. We'll see what happens. But I don't know how to do that. What color ink are you going to use? Either way. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Put a God's. signature. That's, that's set in after a little while. Anyway, this movie was big, but our opinions, I'm sure, are bigger. Mm-hmm. All right. If I'm get, I'll start this out. Okay. I think the movie had some big swings, mm-hmm. some big hits, yep, and some big misses. Yep. I think we'll start out with the biggest misses because that's easy. All right. So I th- you have a problem with the females? Oh my big goodness! Misses sounds like a, just a fat lady who's married. <laughs> <laughs> big old misses. Yeah. Big old misses. Yeah. My the biggest miss for me was the Hulk. Yep. That was the biggest yeah. miss for me. Professor Hulk was just not worth it. No. I don't care if it's accurate to the comics. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's justified. It did not work. It was a big swing and a miss for me. Yeah, and for me, it was the same thing. I remember looking at that final battle scene where the, the facility gets just wrecked by Thanos. His spaceship destroys pretty much, you know, that whole side of the continent, whatever. Just, you know, blows up the whole facility and everyone's just stuck under the rock. You got the Hulk there after he just did the snap. I was sitting there so long waiting. I'm like, this is it. This is the moment he's just going to Hulk out because he's going to want to save his friends. He's stuck in this like, you know, he's like, I can do it. You know, just rage out and go go fight Thanos one on one. Get at least one matchup with him. Like Red Hulk or something. So, I don't even know. It didn't even necessarily have to be Red Hulk. Like, but something to give him justification to fight Thanos. But 
No, they just like, nah, screw it. We're just gonna stick with the the first three, even though it's just like Hulk is still a core and, Avenger. Like he had, like, granted, it, I will say this to in their defense. In the other Avengers movies, he did have his little steal the moment things where he like beat the crap out of Loki, slamming him a bunch of uh, times, you know, saying yeah. puny god, and the time where he came in and punched Ultron like half, you know, off the little asteroid mm-hmm. that was gonna destroy Sokovia. But he still needed his moment, man. It's like he was, and I, I was telling this to my other friends too. Hulk in in the whole MCU. Uh, basically became a stepping stone fighter because everyone knows Hulk is strong. Hulk is pretty much invulnerable, invincible, and like nobody can hardly beat him. And so going into the movies knowing that and then seeing people beat him, it's like, oh, wow, that means this person's that much more stronger than the Hulk. And he, like I said, he just became a stepping stone, a washed up fighter who they kept saying like, oh yeah, we'll just put him in there and bam, he's done. Yeah. Like in the final battle when everyone's meeting up, uh-huh. uh huh. <clears throat> you know, all the heroes are coming together. Right. You're thinking, oh man, Hulk, Hulk's gonna burst out mm-hmm. and just like be like, nah, okay, but instead, freaking Ant Man comes out just holding him in the palm of his yeah, hand, like, uh, like he's a little sad, useless creature, <sighs> and he jumped out like an ape. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he looked ridiculous. Just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. From the you know, it's like the the very beginning of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. It starts out and it. It gives us this serious tone. Right. Hulk comes out and fights Thanos. It's like, this is going to be awesome. We finally get to see how big Thanos is. And Thanos kicks his butt. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah. They're setting up a rematch, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And, and we waited, true. like, what, a year? A year, yeah. Because they, they, did, close they together, did it pretty actually. close. Yeah. But a year. And then we finally see it. And, huh. No rematch. Nope. What the heck were they setting up? They just wanted to show the Hulk getting beat up. Yeah. Which seems pointless. Which, in Infinity War, again, I was completely on board with that because all other... Look, I love the Hulk too, folks, but I'm willing to acknowledge the fact that Thanos is one of the strongest beings in the universe if, you know, going off of comic uh, comic scales and everything. Um, and so having him beat the crap out of the Hulk, I thought was a good way to introduce him. And again, like I said, with the whole UFC fighter thing, you know, granted, I... You know, with other other scenes like, you know, say Iron Man beating him in the Hulkbuster, all the other stuff going on. It's like, OK, it's a little bit of a stretch, you know, but, you know, him and Thor going back and forth, you know, as far as like who's stronger, who's stronger. That that could be a fine thing to debate, too. But um, I was still waiting for the rematch. But ha- again, having Thanos come in that quick and just demolish him in like what? Less than a minute because he yeah. just throws in some good mean hooks, gets him in the gut and then slams him down like that was. Oh, I love yeah, it. Let's be real, though. Like Thanos's punches were hard, but. Mm. They were, they were nowhere near what Thor did to him in the stadium in Thor Ragnarok. Eh, I don't know. I get. I, I mean, obviously it had to have been more because he was able to subdue Thor and all the Asgardians on that spaceship. Okay, but let's look at basic like cause and reaction here. Mm-hmm. If you smack something super hard, it's gonna fly super far. Okay. He didn't go anywhere. <laughs> the whole yeah, it was just a couple of body shots and slams into the ground. Like there was barely a dent. Well, it's still it's it's the whole thing when you get to you know what's uh, when you have a uh, immovable object meets an unstoppable force that whole you know physics debate or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like well no again he's even though Thanos is strong and I'm not saying that the Hulk again if they were to which we all wanted was the rematch I'm not saying that Hulk couldn't maybe beat him but in the sense of just again him being a skilled tactical fighter like he was more skilled than a, just a brute striker and so again him him punching the Hulk of him having all his super strength and super abilities Hulk is still a super dense super strong person so that's why he's not flying around the ring when he gets you know uh Well he did with I, Thor? Yeah, Thor tossed him around. But he got hit with lightning too. That was Okay, so let you're telling me Thor is standing at home plate he smacks the ball 530 feet. Thanos hits it, and it barely makes it past the pitcher's mound. And you're going to tell me Thanos is stronger? 
Yeah, they hit say, the same object. Yeah, whatever. Like I, I, get, I get what you're trying to go for, but again, I, I honestly, I think that Thanos could have been done a little more justice in the, in the whole movie. And even with the, cause it, they didn't do the Hulk justice because they had the whole scene with Captain Marvel coming in and destroying the spaceship. So that way it could save everyone's lives on the ground. And then also that, that headbutt scene where Thanos goes to headbutt her and she doesn't move a, or flinch an inch, anything like that. And it's just like, she just barely came into the MCU. What, like, why is she getting this the whole big scene thing where it's just like, why not the Hulk and people who have been there since day one? If I may, that's my second big complaint and a miss. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, because at the end of Infinity War, that post-credit scene, uh, Samuel L. Jackson is Nick Fury is like, "There's only one thing left to do," so he dials, <laughs> he, he not dials, uh, not. pages, pages, uh, Captain Marvel. And we're like, "Oh, she's gonna come in and be like this big character." She's in the beginning of, of the movie, does nothing doesn't show up for two hours. Yep. Yeah, like she was supposed to be the answer, and she played. No role at all <coughs> no. in the movie. Not, not really. And that's what happens. Like, they made Endgame. Well, you know, there are thousands of other planets. The same thing as Earth's going on, so she had to go save those planets. <laughs> it's okay. outrageous. Someone told me. I can't remember if it was one of you. Uh-huh. I had not seen Captain Marvel yet. Still haven't. Okay. Sorry. But I was like, yeah, should I see it before I see Endgame? And someone, they were like, oh, no. Like, it won't really hinder you from understanding the storyline, mm-hmm. right? They're totally right. She was hardly there at all. Yeah. I still don't need to see that movie. I haven't seen it yet. Well, here's the thing. They filmed Endgame before they filmed Captain Marvel. Yeah. I think they didn't know who Captain Marvel was yet. All the character development happened after they had already made the Endgame scene. That's true. Mm-hmm. And I think that was where they went wrong. Yeah, there's Captain Marvel. I'm trying to think. Honestly, uh, one of my big complaints, uh, I, don't, I don't think it has anything to do with a particular character or actor, but... I just didn't care for the whole timeline premise. I didn't care for the whole like, oh, we're gonna do a time heist, like that mm-hmm. whole story arc and storyline. Um, I when I, I remember I was telling you, John, when I saw the movie opening night, and again, like there was so much hype going into this after Infinity War. That was late, but yeah, uh, nice. okay, whatever. But there was so much, there was so much hype going into this movie, and after Infinity War, everybody was already on level ten, and we wanted to see them crank it to eleven. Mm-hmm. And it fell short because it was just a lot, a lot, a lot of talking and hardly any action. And granted, I get that a theater is going to have budget issues. It's going to have, you know, they have to make sure all the all the actors and people get paid. There's screen uh, screen lighting, special effects. People, everyone needs to have their uh, uh, their paycheck, you know, (laughs) hit the bank account. But at the same time, I was just I would have rathered a shorter movie had they packed more action into it. And what I. In a, in a weird way, it's like it should have worked, but at least for me, when I when I saw the movie opening night, I didn't care too much, like I said, for the whole, all right, we're going to do a time heist. We're going to go back to you know New York, to here, to there, you know, go to collect all this, the stones and everything. It just felt like a fan service thing that I didn't quite appreciate. Like, I wanted to see something new with this movie. I wanted to see something uh, more exciting, and all they did was, hey, look, remember when we made this movie back here? Hey, remember when we saw that movie back there? Remember when we saw this movie? It, it didn't really do much for me. Like I was just like, yeah, I already saw that. I want to see something new now. Give me something fresh. Well, that's that's what the franchise is. If you look at all the Avengers movies, like at least the first, second, um, is the second one Age of Ultron? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're literally the same. You know, no, yeah, a bad even, guy tries to destroy the city. I, they yeah. save the city. Yeah, I even said it's that a bunch too. Of crap. Mm. They were good movies, but I mean, like in that sense, it's a yeah. Bunch it was of crap. it was the exact same plot line. It was just oh, here's a villain. He has an army. Destroy yeah. him. Okay, win. Marvel like, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, or they're really going to be on our side after this or one. Disney, I guess. Disney, sponsor us. Darvel. Darvel? Disney, I don't know. Disney. 
But yeah, because again, I, I, <laughs> I think anytime you use time travel, it's a mistake. Mm-hmm. Except for like time travel movies. If it's that, we're okay with there being flaws. Like Back to the Future, nobody has any complaints about. Oh, but what if? We don't care. What it's if a time travel movie. I've more. never seen that movie. You ha- oh. You've never seen Back to the None Future? Seriously. What is wrong with you? Everyone it just doesn't look interesting. Have you seen oh Star Wars? Gosh. Yeah, I have. Harry Potter? Yeah, I've seen like two of them. Lord, oh, of, the, Lord of the Rings. Oh, of course. I, okay, okay. I haven't seen Lord of the Rings, though. <laughs> Do you, mm. That's not as big as Back to the Future, it's though. It's better than Harry Both Potter. Both of you are hurting me right now. <laughs> I just want you to know that. What? Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's, so we're getting it, back to... Back to the Future is like the big, especially since we grew up in the 2015 zone. Like mm-hmm. the whole thing but was like, like, look, it's pointing to 2015, and we got there and we're disappointed. The <laughs> so nobody grew up in the 80s. What? <laughs> what? Like statistically speaking, hardly anybody grew up in the 80s. Okay. Uh, oh. Most people who have ever lived have not lived in the 80s. I, I get that. I'm still just wondering how this all relates to Avengers. No, I'm just wondering how that <laughs> Time travel is a bad idea. Don't throw it into movies. It didn't work in Star Trek. It didn't work in Avengers. Uh, what else uses time travel? Mm-hmm. It, we can make a, an entire segment on that of failed time travel plots. Right. But that was that was another big swing and a miss. Thank you for introducing that. Yeah. Can we talk about Fat Thor? Yes. Oh, that was... I hate Fat Thor. Yes. I, that was I'm a with stupid you. waste of time. Look, I, I said it back with, you know, Thor Ragnarok and that whole thing. I... I get that. I liked uh, Takiti uh, Wakata. As I, I apologize if I'm pronouncing the name wrong. Is that I like a Hawaiian Island. It, <laughs> he's the, he was Akuna the director. Taiko Waikiti. Is that what it is? Okay. Yes. That, what Luke said. I won't even try to attempt it because I did Takuna horrible. Matata. But uh, no, I liked his other his other film. What we do in the shadows. It had a. Uh, the guys from um, Flight of the Concords. It was a really funny comedy. It was like it was like a vampire documentary. That was a funny film, and so I do like him as a director. But what I hated about Thor Ragnarok is it just felt like Guardians of the Galaxy 3 to me. That's oh, I all. love Thor Ragnarok. I, that I, was my I, favorite Marvel movie. I agree with well, you, but before. I did like the movie. Yeah, overall, it's fine. I just, but I, I could not get the feel out of my head that it was just guard. It was a Guardians movie, and yeah. that just to wrap back into Avengers. The reason I didn't like Fat Thor is because once again they take this, I, you know, this iconic Norse god and make him a comedy character. And it's just, I they just make him a giant loser. Like, yeah. And I, I understand he's going through the depression of losing his world. And yeah. That's that. what the directors wanted to, to go but with. But it's like, okay, Tony Stark went through his depression. That's what Iron Man two, three, three. three. That's yeah. what Iron Man three was all about, but he wasn't a sad fat sack loser just sitting on the couch. Like he tried to work through it as right. Like, not well, but yeah. as best as he could. Yeah, it's exactly. funny. You contrast it with Thor Ragnar. You you relate it with Thor Ragnarok. I contrast it with that. Thor Ragnarok I thought was awesome because it was like, wow, Thor is like, he can be a serious, I mean, he's funny, but at the end of the day, he's still going to be the guy that's got like the most serious attitude about all this besides maybe Captain America. Mm-hmm. He just goes in there determined to get the job done and he gets it done. Mm-hmm. They took this and it was like he had no motivation at all. No motivation. Right. He was pathetic. He was just, you know, and, and I, I get like, I don't. You know, there's probably some people who are listening to this right now. You know, if you do happen to deal with depression, seek help if you need it. Like, we're not knocking you for that. Just saying, for for the movie standpoint, when they when they go through the process of setting him up so epically in Infinity War, he gets the new hammer. He just becomes this big, you know, intimidating character. The guy who friggin' puts a hole in Thanos' chest, all this stuff. They set him up so epically, 
and then they just drop you down. Like the same way with they overhype this movie so much with the trailers and getting everyone else on board. Be like, yeah, this is movie's gonna kill it, and just you see it, and you're like, oh, okay, it was like, let me see it. it was slightly above average for a Marvel movie. Yeah. for me. Yeah, and and for uh, just getting back to Thor, like you know, uh, I, we briefly touched on it when John was talking about him being you know depressed and everything. I know the directors had gone on record to say that they kind of wanted that to show through with the character. They wanted him to have like that kind of story arc. But at the same time in infinity war, he already addressed the fact that like, Hey, I lost all the Asgardians. My parents are dead. And my brother got killed in front of my eyes. Like what else is this guy going to do to me? Like I've, he, he was already at that point of I've lost everything. Like what else is there for me to lose kind of thing? Right. Yeah. And granted the snap wiped out half the universe, but still that wasn't anything that he was like, he didn't personally know half the universe and he's like, Oh, it's all the guys that I liked and went to the bars with and had, you know, friends on these planets. It's just like, dude, you already hit that low point. You were, you were overcoming it. What the heck? Yeah. John, I think you're, you're pretty right on this one. I think it was a good idea to deal with the depression that he must've been facing. It's impossible to go through all that and not face some sort of depression. And it's a good like concept to involve in a movie because it's something lots of people can relate to. Mm. The only problem is they made it a joke. (laughs) <laughs> it was like he's depressed so now he's fat he plays video games all day and he's pathetic like come on now yeah did you guys did you guys bring the pizza Ugh. yeah if that's if that's like yeah we're trying to deal with real world issues and why'd you make a joke out of it i don't buy that mm. i think they thought it would be funny and then people were not quite as not enthused about it. it and so they were like oh no we're trying i'm to still not enthused depression. about yeah. it but with tony stark you're right when he got when he was dealing with ptsd in iron man 3 it motivated him to do better yeah. It, it was like a good character development for him, and we saw his character really take shape in that movie. Right. As 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 much as people like to like hammer on on Iron Man three, I thought it was good for Tony Stark. The only thing character. I didn't like about Iron Man three was the fact that uh, the the villain, the Mandarin, wasn't really the Mandarin. Like but they're that, gonna bring him back. They they're gonna they do the real him justice because yeah. that one's ugh. anyway. But anyway, yeah. So, so with Tony Stark, they took it and they were serious about it, and they made it a good character developing moment for him. With Thor, though, it just feels like a joke for Endgame. It's yeah. just, it's nothing but a joke that was wasn't, just, wasn't was, worth it. He, he was, was the, the wrong character to do that with. We have Ant-Man for stuff like that. Yep. If they would have made Ant-Man fat, nobody would Paul care. Rudd, sponsor us. Yeah, Paul <laughs> Rudd. If you want to come on the show, Paul Rudd, Chris Hemsworth, Robert Downey Jr., we'd be loved to have you guys. Dude, if we can get RDJ on here with OBJ. Oh, my <laughs> RDJ, OBJ, come let's, on the show. Let's go. We'd have to sacrifice a microphone. But we're with, we're we're I, up I for it. I will gladly sit on Robert Downey Jr.'s lap or vice versa if, he, <laughs> if we want to share a mic. Yeah, because he's probably willing. Well, he's definitely not coming after that comment. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, so um, I think we talked a lot about what we didn't like, but the movie also had some big hits. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the biggest spoiler: t- uh, Tony Stark's exit from the MCU. <sighs> Dude, I saw it coming. I, Everybody saw it. You knew it had to yeah. end, and I think mm-hmm. they ended it the right way. Yeah, the no, guy yeah, who but started it all went out with the most heroic exit that you could possibly have. It had to be him who defeated Thanos. That's my line, man. <laughs> but no, it, like I, I, I don't say the like I saw it coming line as a as like a uh, whatever. Like it wasn't anything shocking. Like no, it was still a big moment because obviously RDJ started this whole thing off back in 2008. Is that when the first Iron Man came out? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, ten, here we are 10, 11 years later, and, you know, he has this epic climax to uh, to the MCU saga for the Infinity Stones. Um, 
and yeah, I remember sitting there tearing up in the theater and like crying and stuff. I'm just like, oh my gosh, he's not going to be on screen anymore. But, uh, you know, so, and I don't, uh, just to touch on that, like, I, I really hope he is dead in the sense that I don't want some stupid reveal of like, oh, it was a scroll who did it. Like, no, I, oh, I get that they're going to, I get they're going to do secret invasion and stuff. Like, they, ha- they have discussed and talked about that, but that would just be a whole damper on the actual, like, climactic moment and powerfulness of Tony Stark sacrificing himself. That would just be stupid and yeah. insulting to the character. Hey, how about this? Let me float this by you. Hmm. What if Robert Downey Jr. takes over for Stan Lee and he does the cameo in every single movie? That I would love. That uh, would be I, interesting. I, be a, I, I hope that's that, not cheapening Stan Lee. No, I don't, don't want to like ruin like the importance of Stan Lee, mm-hmm. but I think it would be cool to have Robert Downey Jr. just pop into every movie. No, and I think that would yeah. be an awesome way to tribute both the characters. Or Well, not that Stan Lee was a character, aside from his cameos but in the sense of just like who stanley was the guy who created the whole or part of i don't want to give him full credit because there are other people jack kirby and other others involved in marvel's uh um marvel's company but uh with with all that being said again i think it would be an awesome tribute because that way he would um he would kind of take over for stanley being gone but even even at some of the comic cons like stanley would make comments about how rdj was who he envisioned being tony stark so uh, I think that'd be an awesome way to honor both, like like you were just saying, honor both characters. Um, but uh, but yeah, so Tony Stark dying uh, was a great way to end it. And like I said, I just saw it coming because like I knew they were toying with it in Infinity War. They toyed with it even at Avengers One when he took up the friggin' nuke to go destroy Thanos' army. Uh, yeah. The first movie, I'm just like, oh my gosh, he's gonna die at some point. They're not gonna be ready for it. And I yeah, wasn't. The, the unfortunate reality is that um, no character can stay there forever. Mm-hmm. Not even like on a podcast. You, John, and I were all expendable, and at some point we can't do this in our eighties. Robert Downey Jr. couldn't do this in his eighties. Hey, I've been doing this. Even in my 80s. now, not all three of us can continue, so yep. we're gonna have to wish John a goodbye right yeah. now. Everyone, say goodbye to John. Sorry, guys, I have to take off, but I'm sure they will entertain you for the rest of this podcast. We will do We've our, got our some darndest. More, some more movie entertainment coming up, and sports after that. It's gonna be great. Yep. Yeah. So everybody, say goodbye to John. Goodbye, John. Goodbye, John. Wait, wait, listen. Wait, you, you can hear the listeners saying goodbye. Go ahead. Bye, John. No, not the studio audience. <laughs> you guys, for the listeners, go ahead, listeners. Wow, heartwarming. Yeah. They really love nice. you. They do. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, go, go ahead and have fun. We'll take care of all your stuff. <laughs> like, when, someday you're going to help clean I'll all this up. John has not helped us clean up all this gear yet. Not but once. Once we get our studio room set up, I won't have to. Oh, yeah. We can just have him sweep, though. We don't want him to get rusty. That's true. <laughs> so we're going to yeah. be like sweep and dust and clean the toilets. and There's not a toilet in there. Okay. We'll mow the lawn or you know, <laughs> this anything. This is my house. <laughs> so? <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. Yeah, goodbye, well, John. Goodbye, John. We'll, we'll see you on the next episode. And uh, whenever that'll get recorded. Yeah. And just so you guys know, uh, I hope you all remember Daniel Potts from the last episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's helping us out with some video. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned because hopefully we'll have some some short little video clips we can show you guys so you can see what it looks like Mm -hmm. when we make this podcast. So thank you, Mr. Daniel Potts. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, we'll make sure to give you all kinds of credit when we post those things. We don't have to pan too much, though. Just, just credit, <laughs> not that kind of credit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll give you a shout out. So we appreciate that, Daniel. John, we appreciate you too, but really more Daniel because he's doing. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. So it hurts, yeah. but it's fair. Uh, I hope you enjoy your. Was it peanut butter? Or he, no. He's got to eat peanut butter while constipated on the toilet. He's got to get rid of some issues. So yeah. I don't think that helps get rid of constipation. 
Well, you're trying it though. That's no, okay. what you told us. For the record, I'm not. It's just I feel like that was factually correct. <laughs> he's so saying I'm he's not to he, defend it. He's now. saying he's not eating peanut butter, but he is constipated. No. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> Bye, John. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right. So now that uh, John is no longer joining us, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll be with us in spirit. Um, but anyway, uh, we do, uh, I don't know, Luke, did we still have more things to get into with Endgame? You were talking about some of the highlights, correct? Yeah, we still have some big hits to talk about. Um, we talked about, uh, Tony Stark's death. Correct. I think the next one was also Captain America's exit from the MCU. Yeah. That was a good one, because you can't have everybody be the final sacrifice. Right. These two guys were both the, the leaders of the Avengers. They had their different ideas. You knew they had to both go out with a bang. Mm-hmm. Only one of them can sacrifice their life and be the big hero. But I thought what they did with uh, with Captain America, with Steve Rogers, was also really good. If you can't kill him <laughs> yeah. for the sake of everybody else, giving him his fulfilling life that he was always missing, yes. I think that was fantastic. That yeah. was the next best thing. Yeah, exactly. Because, again, he after all the work he'd put in, and, again, if, it was even sad when you see him at the end of... Uh, at the end of uh, the first, the first Avenger, so the first Captain America movie, yeah, um, and how you know he wakes up in the future and he's you know running in in the Times Square, you know, 2012 or whatever year it was, and um, <clears throat> and you know he's sitting there and you know Samuel Jackson goes to him and starts talking about everything that's going on and he's just like, you know, I, I missed a. I had a dance or I missed a dance that I was supposed to be at and everything. And it was, it, it's sad and heartbreaking. Again, the guy had been going through so much. He, he literally sacrificed his entire life. And so for him to finally get it back in the end, that was an awesome conclusion. Like you said, to his character as well, same as RDJ, uh, in his, uh, exit from the MCU. Yeah. Um, another big hit for me, I, this has been a pretty polarized issue here, but mm-hmm. I thought that the, uh, the fight between black widow and Hawkeye mm-hmm. over who's going to, sacrifice himself for the the soul stone right i thought that was a great scene i thought in infinity war that was the biggest weakness when thanos tosses gamora off the edge they play this dramatic music you see a tear from thanos's eye mm-hmm. it just it didn't hit me very deeply at all it was i thought it was a misplayed scene mm-hmm. however this scene with black widow and hawkeye seeing such a visual struggle you know, you could see how much they cared for each other in that struggle. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a great way to show that, to um, to show us what kind of a relationship they had. Right. So that they're really fighting just to be able to kill themselves so the other one can go on and live. Mm-hmm. And I think they also made the right call with which one to kill. Right. Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> I think it was kind of funny. I remember seeing a post, someone talking about how uh, when they're trying to come up with the whole time heist and plan who's going to go to get what stone, Nebula doesn't mention anything about the fact yeah. that Gamora like went with Thanos to go get the Thol, uh, the, the Thol, wow, the Soul Stone, and didn't come back with him. Yeah, what's just, that like, meme with the puppet? Oh, God, with the puppet. The puppet oh, like, yeah, yeah. It's like I saw another one with Doctor Strange. It's like there's only one op- option where you know, or one outcome where we we survive this. And Tony Stark's like, oh yeah, which one is that? And he just kind of looks to the side to side, yeah. just like, <laughs> oh man, but. uh but no, so like, honestly, if uh, I don't know if I feel the same way, uh, not that I thought the scene was a complete dud, but I honestly felt more impactful with Thanos' sacrifice in the first movie than really? I really did with the fight. Why? I, I don't know. I just like, again, I I don't know if it's one of those things where it's like they get you to kind of start sympathizing with the, the villain and everything. And obviously, again, Thanos is still the villain. Like, let's get that straight here. Um, but uh, no, it's like, again, it's. Uh, for seeing the struggle like i don't know if it was 
I don't know. It was again. It wasn't a bad scene. I just don't know if I felt as impacted by it. Like it just. I don't know. Like I get that it was, again. That was like you said, the right choice, the good sacrifice. Because like the Avengers even say later on, she was kind of like the heart of the team. But uh, it just didn't. I don't know. Just didn't get me as hard as the first one did. Wow. I I didn't think there not was saying it was anything dramatic about the first one in Infinity War. Like I not, thought there was nothing. I thought it was so quick. It was just like mm-hmm. uh, there's only one way to do this. You have to sacrifice. Something. You don't love anybody, and then he starts crying and tosses it off the edge, and it was done. Mm-hmm. Like it was like they put in a tear just to like, uh, oh yeah, and he's he's passionate too. <laughs> it's like okay, I don't know if it was enough to convince me. See, and that's uh, again, I'm not I'm not saying I'm like you know I was bawling my eyes out like oh my gosh, you had to kill his daughter, but just in the sense of again, I don't know I got more impact maybe just because that was the first time seeing it happen and knowing what, like i think in my head when i saw infinity or not infinity war but endgame it's i knew what was going to have to happen i knew one of them was going to die and so i was kind of just already like preparing for it maybe that's why it wasn't so impactful to me when i was watching it for the first time so that that'd be my guess as to why it just again it was a good scene like you said great visual with the struggle of them you know caring for each other who's going to sacrifice who uh, or you know who's going to be the sacrifice in their case but Again, I thought the first scene, the first sacrifice with Thanos and his daughter was better with Gamora. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. know. We'll have yeah. to agree to disagree. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else are we going to do? We, John's not here. John, what do you think? Oh, <laughs> dang it. Yeah. We, we, we lost him. The snap didn't save him. Yeah. <laughs> he was killed outside of the snap, so the second snap didn't help him. Yeah, it was just kind of redundant. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, the, the, the big hammer. Uh, no, oh. not, not Stormbreaker, but uh, when Cap yeah, when the Captain hammer. gets the hammer. Oh my goodness, man! That was maybe the biggest win of the movie. Yeah, like the entire audience. And I, I will, I'll go a little ahead of that. I liked when uh, Thanos, uh, when uh, he's beating the crap out of Thor, and then Thor goes to uh, stretch for Stormbreaker, and it's coming flying to him, and everyone freaked out. Like, wait, how come Thanos was able to grab that and start to like, you know, uh, bury it in his chest again? It's like it was never blessed. Exactly, and like it's it's so obvious. People just watch the movie and you'll get it like that that uh hammer did never uh never got odin's like not cur- i don't want to say curse but it's just like it never got odin's thing of like you know oh if someone's worthy then, then they can hold this hammer like it doesn't have that enchantment on it like so people you guys gotta do your research you know look into the just watch the movies themselves and it should be plainly obvious but um but yeah, and then seeing the little hammer rise up, and you're just like, "Oh my gosh, who is it?" And freaking Cap just goes to town on Thanos, man. I was like, "Oh my yeah. gosh!" Oh, and I, I love that scene too, where he freaking throws the shield up and then hucks the hammer, and just the, that sound effect that he did in the I think it was the second Avengers movie when yeah. they're in the forest. Just no, like, that's the first one. That's the first time that uh... no, because before in the in the first movie you had it was Thor and Iron Man. He did like the laser beam off the shield. Oh, we're thinking of a different forest. I was thinking, yeah, because I was thinking of the first fight between Thor. Oh, okay. Captain I guess America I guess there Iron was Man. that too. No, the the scene I was thinking of in particular was when they because they do they they have that scene when they're first getting to know each other in Avengers One. Um, but yeah. I'm talking about at the beginning of Avengers Two when they're storming that uh, uh, Hydra facility, and then so they're getting surrounded, and so Cap get uh, Cap gets his hammer ready, and Thor just slams it and just boom, like levels uh, all the enemies from around him and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that was uh, epic moment, and then the on your left. Oh, oh yeah, Sam, yeah. Black Panther, and all them came through. I was like, "Let's get it, boys!" Oh, yeah, that that oh that gave me the chills. And once again, another. That's why it's like movies like this. It's so awesome to see opening night because you when you get the crowd into it and you see a scene like that, and everybody's just cheering, going crazy, going nuts. It's it's, it's definite like, uh, in not environment. Uh, what's 
it just it's a, you know you're going to be with a good audience of people when you go opening night, especially to, to a big movie. And it's fun to interact with those next to you and not just be like, oh, I'm going to sit here, focus, and you know watch this movie by myself. But again, get involved with the people around you. Like It's a fun thing. It is a bonding experience. I know there's not a lot of talking per se, but when you see something like that, everyone's on the same page. You know what's up. Yeah, you know that a movie was good when you get an audience full of people clapping at an inanimate screen. Yeah. <laughs> there's not even real people there. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. That that was the biggest the biggest plus of this this Endgame movie. Mm-hmm. The triumph. It's yes. like when you watch a Rocky movie and he finally starts like in the last round slugging on the guy and knocks him out. Right. Like you just feel that energy of oh, the yeah. triumph. That's what this movie was. Yep. And again, so you know, all that being said, uh, there probably are some other you know, negatives, some other goods that we're probably not highlighting. Um, uh, you know, but again, we're. We, we're, we're only two guys. You know, we, we, we're forgetful at times. There used to be you know, three of us. There used to be three of us. And John left. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so all that being said, um, yeah, there, there were other, uh, other movies. Uh, I did go see this weekend. If you saw my post on Facebook, uh, I went and saw 47 meters down uncaged oh. and, uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Were which, they scary? They dude that, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and start with that since you asked, um, that movie, it, it was almost like, uh, oh, so the, <laughs> since we just got done with the spoiler cast talking about Avengers in detail, um, we are done now with that. So if you're listening to it and you already saw it, and you want to tell your friend, oh, hey, you can turn it back on. Go to this timestamp right here and you should be good. We won't be talking about Endgame anymore. <laughs> what, the friend was just sitting yeah, there with their own headphones, yes. ignoring their buddy for 30 minutes. Well, see, they, they listen together, but they have their separate ear, ear earphones and that way they don't have to worry like, oh, well, you can listen to it. And that way I don't get just distraught by listening to all these spoilers. But, you know, yeah, but again, they're just sitting there for 30 30 minutes while their buddies like listening to our podcast yeah I twiddling their thumbs maybe they're playing a, a mobile that's commitment if that's they, your situation let us know you too will receive hey, a peanut they M&M. could be playing a mobile game or something you never know all right you don't know their life fair but, enough <laughs> but anyway with with scary stories to tell in the dark um it was almost like uh goosebumps meets final destination i don't know if you ever saw the final destination movies where it's like you're pretty much marked and your time's gonna come kind of right um but uh again i'm I'm not gonna go into super detail i'm just kind of giving a feel for the movie folks so just try to bear with me um but yeah so with i i loved the the ambiance the tone they would set with with the movie in certain scenes uh um so i give them great uh great respects on that like i know i did talk last week about um giving like a five star rating and stuff on certain categories. I still haven't made the chart yet. I want to do have it more like in front of me so I can, you know, go down the list and be like, Oh, so for this, for that. Yeah. But I will say again, composition of music and everything, um, really well done, uh, for the, again, setting the tone and the scenes and everything. Uh, also, also great and amazing. The, the detail and the realism on these, these monsters from a storybook that was brought to life from my childhood they looked like the pages came to life and that I really have to give credit for in this movie because seeing some of these monsters come to life and they only did a handful of them. Obviously they don't have time to do a whole book um, or the, the entirety of, of one of the books. Cause there's, you know, maybe 15, 20 stories in each one. They were just horrible to look at. And it was just seeing these awful creatures just come at you and there's nothing you could do to stop them. It was just, ugh. It, yeah. it was, give you the heebie-jeebies so the heebie-jeebies the heebie-jeebies nice yeah so very well done um all around i think uh probably overall ranking maybe like a b plus a minus um so is that out of five out of five yes a b plus a minus out of five uh sick (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, so that that movie is definitely worth your time if you have if you're into horror movies and you would like to go see one. I would definitely recommend that to you. Uh, and then also, uh, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged. It's the sequel to the first movie, 47 Meters Down. The first movie was garbage. Luke did not like the first movie. Granted, I, I wouldn't say it's the greatest either. I'm not going to you know, not gonna lie about that. I, well, um, that's the thing. I don't care for shark movies, but mm-hmm. when I saw the, the commercial for 47 Meters Down, I was like, that could be interesting. That's mm-hmm. an interesting concept. And then right. it was terrible. Like, it, they like tried to trick you into thinking they're saved multiple times, and like mm-hmm. it's yeah, just, and if, it was as predictable as possible. Yeah, and if if, if something's getting spoiled for you, where we talk about at least the first forty seven meters down. Um, again, if you're that worried about forty seven meters down being spoiled for you, you need to like you really got to manage your time better. Yeah, get on it or just like you shouldn't care that much. If you care that much, why haven't you seen it yet? That's <laughs> that's on you. All right. So yeah, with with this next one or uh, the second one though. Um, there was a little bit of cheese in it, um, uh, as far as like certain like music choices and whatnot, but once, once it did start to get into more suspenseful parts of the movie where obviously the shark, uh, once again is the big danger, the big threat, uh, to the people who are, uh, in the water, um, it definitely came through as well. Uh, I think they executed suspense really well. It got me to, uh, a couple scare jumps a few times and everything. Cause you're not expecting something to happen and then bam. But yeah, so I, I think that one, if you, if you have time, if you love sharks, uh, <laughs> and I will say one spoiler, I, uh, that's not, it's not too crucial to the plot line, but, uh, if you know, big fat Greek wedding, uh, my big fat Greek wedding, the, the dad from that movie or the he's husband the shark. Yeah. He's the shark. Wow. No, that guy is he's, versatile. The, the husband from that movie is actually the dad in this one. It was kind of, it was kind of fun to see him. I'm like, where do I know him from? I'm like, oh my gosh, that's him. Oh, but, nice. uh, yeah, so that was, that was pretty fun. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, where are we, where are we at right now, Luke, as far as a uh, runtime right now for this episode? Yeah, this is our longest episode ever. We're over an hour, 13 minutes. Oh my goodness. So yeah, we're, we're, we're going, we're going for the record folks. Big <laughs> movie, big opinions, big mm-hmm. episode. Yes. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Yeah. Cause we, we do still have one more segment to go into. And of course we always what like to it? end with spoiler alert. It's sports. Wow. That was my off the sports theme. <laughs> but <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I was off the top of my head and off the top of my lips. But whenever Alright, so we were talking about Antonio Brown last week and his whole helmet uh, debacle. Uh, from what I'm seeing and what I saw in preseason, he did dress up in his Raiders uniform. I think him and his team, they, they tried to appeal to the NFL and say, Hey, we like these helmets better. Uh, but the NFL said, no, we're not giving you the old helmet. We're not having that. Like it's a, it's a league wide thing. Um, so I think from what I've been seeing, he's going to try to move on from that. But I did, even before this episode started, I saw an article, excuse me, or at least a, uh, a post from the actual Raiders uh, general manager who was, I, I don't know the guy's name off the top of my head. Cause I was a brief, it was a brief skim on my Facebook feed, but uh, he was talking about how he, he wants Antonio Brown to either be all in or all out for the Raiders. Like he does, yeah. he's, he's tired of this like finicky, you know, will he play? Won't he play? Will he play? Won't he, he just wants an answer. He just wants the dude to again, do what he said he was going to do and play for the, the team, which I mean, if I was in his position, I would probably have the exact same feelings because this franchise means a lot to a lot of people. They want good players and they don't want to have all these prima donnas coming into the locker room. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. And Tom Brady also didn't like the helmets. No, no, he didn't like it. But you know what he said? He said, I'll deal with it. Yeah, I'll deal with it. (laughs) Tom Brady, come on our show. Yeah, gosh, man. Uh, I don't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that might be an episode I might have to miss, but we'll see what Dylan happens. Dylan will be eating peanut butter for that one. Uh, gosh. Uh, 
Like, I don't know. Maybe I'll like him as a person. Not like I don't like playing him on the field because he destroyed us. But, <laughs> or uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. It's, but yeah. And then, uh, sadly, 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 to all my Charger fans, we took a big hit already, Luke. Oh no. And we're not even on. We're not even out of the preseason yet. Derwin James has a foot fracture, and I believe. Uh, it was the exact same one that Joey Bosa had last season. Ugh. And it's reported that he's going to be missing three months. Oh, my goodness. Three months. That's pretty much the entire season. It's like, well, uh, luckily it happened before the season. Let, let's see, three months, so September, October. No, we'll get him in November. That's not too bad. Well, but again, that's that's at least. We don't know if it'll be a longer injury or prolonged, if maybe he won't be able to come back in time. Like That's true. It, I'm not. I'm, uh, it's like I, I want to have so much hope in the Chargers, and they just keep letting me down I know. <laughs> not that not the, we're always like, so close it's like not that necessarily this is like i don't well how much it is like his fault kind of thing if, if that makes sense but it's just it just sucks we can't catch a break yeah. it, you know we, we try we build these teams and they seems like really good like hey things can finally be going our way and yeah something comes out of left field but uh the the other thing that I was getting kind of annoyed with uh, aside from injuries and prima donnas on football teams is my goodness, and I know it's preseason, and maybe they're supposed to do a little bit more, but the refs were getting out of hand with these penalties, man. Really? I was watching the, I can't remember who they were playing, but it was the Redskins game, and this ref flagged Josh Norman for the other guy falling into his helmet. Like What the heck? Yeah, okay, so here's what happened. I'll try to set, set the scene for you if you guys can imagine it, or if you watch the game yourself. They're sitting there playing, and Josh Norman's going for the player who's, you know, getting the pass from uh, not not Haskins. That's the rookie quarterback on the Redskins. But he's the guy. The guy goes for the pass. Um, Norman goes up to try to to block him. He's running up on the player, but he sees that the the pass is incomplete. So then Norman goes to then t- uh, turn his back towards the player. So the guy would f- essentially fall, hit uh, Norm uh, Norman's back, and right. not anything else. But in the process of falling. The guy's helmet happens to make contact with Josh Norman's. And then they get a flag for unnecessary or leading with the helmet, wow. helmet to helmet, whatever the heck it was, or whatever, however the hef, hef, wow. However, the refs wanted to <laughs> call that. Um, and so it was as Josh Norman's sitting there, he's literally trying to plead his case because you can even watch the highlight reel. The announcers were on it. We're just like, what the heck, guys? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, calling them out for it. And then as he's trying to explain himself, he ends up getting flagged for unsportsmanlike for talking to the ref and like not yeah. agreeing with not agreeing with, with the call that was made, which nobody else in the stadium. Again, no, none of the announcers on whatever network I was watching it on. Nobody agreed with what was going on. And they were just getting ridiculous with it, man. I, I don't want the NFL to like I know there's a lot of different rules going into place to make sure that the players, you know, concussion protocol, like they want to be safer. You know, different players don't get injured or get some kind of, you know, life damaging neck injury or back injury whatever else i understand that we you know i don't want to wish anyone uh any harm while they're out there on the field but at the same time it's just like come on you if you're watching the play go down or if you see a highlight reel and it's just like okay that definitely wasn't a targeting thing like you know the (laughs) like uh, the player that the raiders picked up not antonio brown but from the Bengals of vontez perfect or whatever the heck his name is yeah uh that that guy i hate i don't like him at all um it's like you watch any of his highlight reels and it's him per- specifically going to hurt somebody like and not not even in the in the legal sense like you can still make a good tackle and you know make someone think twice about catching the ball that's all fine and dandy this guy 
like head hunts, you know, goes for legs, whatever else. Like he will try to make sure your player gets carted off the field, not uh, not just a clean hit to where he, again he thinks twice about the next play about wanting to catch the ball or come his way kind of thing. Yeah, he's just he's just a prick of a dude. Like he's nasty. He's just he's just evil. Like I don't like I I don't really have patience for it. I don't know why he's still in the league, but you know whatever. I felt the same about uh, Nanamakan Sue. Yes, he, he was. Terrible too, but I, mm-hmm. I haven't noticed any issues with him lately. Lately, but, not so much, but yeah, I think going back for him, it was probably when he was still with the Detroit Lions and he yeah. was like stepping on people with his yeah. cleats and everything. Stepping on Aaron Rodgers. Like everybody likes Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's a, he's a pretty stay in his own lane kind of a guy and he's good at it too. Right. Like great at it. Mm-hmm. And then like Sue decides, like, I'm going to step on this man's ankle. Yeah. That was stupid. Yeah. It, yes. It's like certain people. It's just like, come on, guys. Like when the play's done, it's over with. Just calm yourself down. Yeah. But but I guess you got to give the refs a break only because it's preseason. Right. Yeah. After like, that, then it start to like, come on, guys, you should be warmed up by now. Yeah. Like I again, same with the, the Rams Saints last year. It's like I don't ever want to watch a game come down to like a ref's bad call, giving somebody 15 yards to keep the drive alive yeah. and get him a winning touchdown kind of thing like it no it's like if if there's no foul to be called like don't throw the flag just cuz or you know if there is a if there is a foul throw the flag because you know there's that's the right thing to do yeah so i think i think that's one reason it's dangerous to keep writing rules into your game mm-hmm. um the nfl especially is always changing the rules they're always updating stuff they're always adding more stuff right i think that's one of the problems like a, a helmet to helmet thing like this it like 40 years ago they wouldn't have cared mm-hmm. and i get that they're trying to keep things safe but at the same time it, it's a dangerous sport you just kind of have to accept that on a certain level yeah and i mean when you do stuff like this you're you're taking the the dangerous part of the sport and you're limiting it a little bit it's still gonna happen on accident right um well unless but you're certain the, players. the payoff isn't worth it I, I, there's there's not enough i mean like this one this one was a complete accident still happened the rule did nothing to prevent it. All right. it did was penalize a team that didn't need it. <laughs> they didn't deserve it. Right. So I think that's the dangerous thing about adding rules to sports. I'm more of a traditionalist. Like, mm-hmm. just leave it how it is unless something is absolutely necessary. Okay. All right. Well, folks, I think uh, as we come to an end here, this is going to wrap it up for us here at the Somethings Podcast. Once again, John has already left, so he won't be saying goodbye to you because he doesn't care enough. But we do here. Uh, we that are here do care. And uh, so... From the bottom of my heart, I just want to wish you a happy rest of your day. Hope you enjoy your week. And uh, yeah, we'll be here seeing you soon. And again, if like Luke said earlier, if you have anything you want us to review or something you want us to look at, uh, go ahead and send things our way. We have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram. Uh, get a hold of us one way or the other, and we will do our best to reach out for your topic. All right. I hope you guys enjoy the theme music. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye for now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.